0: Welcome back to another week, another episode of History Creeps. I am one of your co hosts, Chris Chavez. I'm joined once again my, by my two partners in crime, my two creepers in creeps, Johnny Townsend and Carter Johnson. What's up, fellas?
1: Hello. Hello.
0: <laughs> Are you He Man? The Skeletor voice. <laughs> I'm Skeletor. Are you He Man? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, I was actually at a convention with that guy one time, and like that was all. Every ten minutes, you would hear, "I'm Skeletor." Uh, Sure, (laughs) (laughs) he would he would do it for people's voicemails and stuff on their phones too. It was crazy, man. I should have gone over there and had him do my voicemail.
2: (laughs) To the to this day, the greatest gift that was ever given to me is when Chris was at some convention and the guy who has done Mario's voice for like twenty years now. Uh, left a little bumper for my retro video game podcast, and it's the greatest thing that's yeah. ever happened to me.
0: Charles Martinet. And, but we wanted yeah. him to say, You're listening to Retro Bliss, but he said he's contractually not allowed to. So instead, he shouted out both of you guys by name Super Johnny and Super yeah. Trevor.
1: The greatest thing ever. <laughs> greatest gift. It keeps on giving every week. Yeah. I, well, I don't know, bro. You should have been at this convention. The guy that voices the Crypt Keeper was right next oh, to Skeletor, so it was that, like back and forth. The yeah. whole t- it was, dude. It's <laughs> like I'm just gonna sit here for like ten minutes and record this.
0: That's amazing. So, how you guys doing? That's What's going great. on, man?
1: Dad stuff.
0: Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh.
1: Dad stuff.
0: That's creepy. Dad stuff. That's just creepy we- sounding scary Uh, well you know it's
1: not actually she's the one that's scared dude she's starting to have night terrors at night oh
0: she's having
1: nightmares i'm like you haven't even experienced enough life to have a nightmare yet
0: right what's a nightmare to a child that's small is it like is it just or something i don't know running out of milk in the bottle
1: something like that (laughs) i i don't know she's she's having nightmares she's cutting a couple of teeth i got shit on the other day like it wasn't (laughs)
0: like i said like i said scary scary yeah yeah it sounds like a nightmare to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's Uh, fun parts too but you know it's not all fun and games
0: true yeah uh not much happening on my end of the woods it's quiet there's some crazy crazy stuff happening out in the pacific do you guys I, i just found this out today there's a hurricane about to destroy hawaii apparently it's like
2: a category 5. I just saw that today too. I had no idea about it. Okay, so Holy I'm not that so I'm not
0: the only one that's out of the
2: loop here. No, maybe it's just because we're selfish and we only pay attention to the east coast ones, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, this this is the
2: first I'd heard about it. It's, but apparently it's like a large one.
0: Yeah, it's a monster, category 5. So hopefully if if we have any listeners out there by the time this gets into their ears, uh hope hopefully everyone's safe and everybody's doing okay. But yeah, I saw that just as I was leaving work today. This Category 5 barreling down on Hawaii. And I was like, holy crap. I'll probably turn the news already, on later today. And they, already
2: have a, and they already have a volcano
0: to deal with. Oh, is there is, yep. is there a volcano going active?
2: I think it just... I don't know if it's still going on or not, but it was very recently.
0: Uh, oh, oh, that's right. You're right. And all those yeah. people were being displaced out of their homes. Good Lord. Right. I wonder if this hurricane will stir anything else up. I hope not.
1: Dude, when was the last time Hawaii got hit by a hurricane? Does
0: anybody know? I don't even know.
1: I can't. Yeah, because I'm, try, like, I'm trying. Like I'm trying to you. think of that. And the last time the West Coast got hit by a hurricane, I can't.
0: Yeah, I, I think can't, it, I can't think of it. I think it's them. like Johnny said. You know, we think about our side mostly because that's what affects us on this side. So you don't really pay attention to the weather, and unless it's actually going to be catastrophic, you're not really hearing much about you know hurricanes happening in, in the other parts of the the globe. You usually, tune off whenever that comes up. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, 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 exactly. In California, it's like it, it would be like the California equivalent of like a a three magnitude earthquake.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, so, uh, yeah. Hopefully, they're going to be okay. Um, but that's like that's crazy, dude. That's, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like that sucks. literal uh, in real life lifetime creepy uh, current creep. That's as current as it gets.
2: Yes, but, uh, literally happening right yeah. now.
0: You said you had one to bring that you had you brought, you had to bring uh, Johnny. Yeah, I have a current
2: creep. Uh, hit that current creep sounder. Um, there's a town here in North Carolina, and it's about, uh, it's closer to the mountains. I say it's about a 40 minute drive for me up I 40, Interstate 40, and it is the town of Marion, it's its name.
1: And, oh, I know where that is.
2: Yeah. And, um, they're they recently they've decided that i want to say it's in september or, or or october i can't remember i i wrote it down somewhere but they're going to have a bigfoot convention
0: oh yeah uh, like
2: a, I, I was telling you guys about it sadly you guys can't go that day but it's uh but i thought oh that's kind of neat but then i got an update on this guys uh-oh the update on this convention is now the town of marion has decided that they're going to officially make Bigfoot uh their their animal of the town or whatever you want to call it. Their official you know like the United States has the bald eagle. Yeah. Well, the t- the town of Marion's going to have Bigfoot.
0: Welcome Bigfoot big old
2: parade no word or, yeah no word of he's gonna show up to accept <laughs> this honor
0: <laughs> how funny would it be if he just comes like lumbering at like remember uh <laughs> jim carrey's the grinch yeah I like how he comes <laughs> out and accepts the award only to be made fun of yeah uh, <laughs> then we don't get mad but yeah you know, so oh. so marion north carolina bigfoot the official animal that's right. I wonder how That's gonna, right. it's going to play out on commercials for, like, the tourism of, of Marion, North Carolina.
2: It could be very smart, honestly. Plenty of other towns, we talked about it before, have really embraced stuff like that, and it's really yeah. helped them overall.
0: True, true. This might be one of these things where it becomes, like, Bigfoot headquarters in America. You know what I mean? Yeah be interesting dude that's pretty cool i'll check out the i'll check out marion
1: with bigfoot like you do roswell with ufos there you go (laughs)
0: i'll probably what they want i'll check out the festival next year for sure i'll try to make sure i uh i I have time carved out for it
2: because we need to make a history of creeps presence known at this festival
0: i think so we should start showing up to some of these creepy festivals and conventions we've been talking about it some of these ufo gatherings or, or or cryptid you know conventions so uh We'll look into some of them and if if there's any ones we can make appearances at, even as if there's guests, we'll let listeners know. Other creepers so they could come out and creep with us. Yes. <laughs> Carter, you come said creep th- with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh Carter, you said you had uh you had some uh some uh some movie recommendations for our creepers.
1: Uh yeah, I've had a lot of free time in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> uh to watch to watch movies when i get the opportunity um cool cool not not all of them are for you johnny but some <laughs> I really of them,
0: assume, I assume some most of them are some of them are <laughs>
1: uh we did go see the meg last week
0: ooh how was that? how was that
1: it was awesome it wasn't the books but it was still awesome
2: nice i do want to see that one i, I must confess what do you grade that
1: uh i would give it a b
0: Oh, nice. Okay, I'm solid, definitely gonna check D. it out.
1: Um, it doesn't try to be anything that it's not. Cool. You know, it knows it's a giant shark movie, and like it totally embraces that.
0: Dude, you're talking to a dude that loves every single, but I haven't seen the newest one yet, Sharknado.
1: It's it, it's a li- like there were there are some things that they've done in Sharknado that are <laughs> actually in the Meg books, so they didn't want to do it for the movie because it was like a retread almost. Right. Uh, but they've come up with some pretty cool, there were some sequences from the book that I really wanted to see that weren't in there, but maybe I can get them, you know, in another, cause there's seven books. So, I mean, they can keep making movies. He's still writing the books, uh, but it's definitely, it's definitely worth y'all's time. It's fun. It's a very fun movie. Sweet. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other, one of the other ones is, uh, the newest Cabin Fever movie. It is a remake uh of the original film um using the original film's script.
0: Really? We were just and didn't we just talk about this? Like this was one of our, our big conversations the other day. We did.
1: And what I found interesting was there's no difference in the movie on the surface. It's still the same film. The differences come when you look at the way. Uh, culture has changed. Uh, for example, the first Cabin Fever came out around 2003, so we didn't all have smartphones. Right. Everybody wasn't walking around with a phone in their hand all the time, checking their Facebook, looking at YouTube, all that stuff. That hadn't happened yet. So it's interesting to see the to see them weave that into the story.
2: Let me let me um, interject real quick. Go ahead. They, they so you're telling me that they made a remake of a movie that came out in 2003.
0: Yes. <laughs> this okay. is like this is like the with, horror equivalent the original, of the Spider-Man film with films. the
1: original writer and director yeah. producing.
0: Uh, okay, just want to make sure I heard that. And right. the exact same script.
1: And the same script with the, you know, Minor the, adjustments. they they change little things like putting their phones and stuff in there and right. saying, "Oh, we don't have service out here." And, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. But essentially it is the same script and this and more or less the same story. There's a couple of little changes that threw me off. Uh, that I liked. Um, for example, in the first film, uh, one of the characters brings a 22 long rifle with him on their, on their cabin camping trip. And this time he has a fully automatic AR 15. (laughs) So that made for some, for some differences. Okay. Um, my best, one of my closest friends in high school, his older brother was in the first cabin fever. Anybody that's any of our listeners that have seen it, he's, uh, Oh, what's his? What's the character's name? Fenster. He's Fenster. He's the guy that gets stabbed in the ear with the screwdriver by Ryder Strong. Um, so I have a kind of a personal attachment to the original Cabin Fever. This one wasn't bad. In fact, Johnny, you could actually make it through this Cabin Fever. You would not make it through. <laughs> so how would you grade you would not this not make one? it through the Eli Roth one.
0: How would you grade this one?
1: Uh, I would give it a B minus because there were a few things that were changed that I didn't like. Um. For example, if you if your cabin looks like a friggin mountain retreat in Paris or in France, I mean, you're not it's not cabin fever. It's supposed to look <laughs> like the cabin for evil, evil dead. Right. So I didn't quite enjoy that. It's too nice. It's not it's not like the original film in that respect, but it is good.
0: Nice. What other movies do you see?
1: Uh, last night, we watched Bad Samaritan. Have you guys heard of this?
0: No, nah, it sounds familiar.
1: It's uh, David Tennant from Doctor Who.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Um, It's about a young artist who is a valet at a really upper class restaurant. And what he and his buddy do on the side is they take the cars that people valet. They use them, you know, because everybody most everybody has GPS now in their car. They use the cars to figure out where these people's homes are and they go rob them while they're at the restaurant. Oh, okay, yeah. Doesn't sound sound very wholesome. (laughs) However, one night, this kid picks the wrong guy. The absolute wrong guy. Goes to the guy's house to rob it. In the guy's nice silver Maserati, uh, goes to the guy's house to rob it, finds a woman chained to the floor in an upstairs office.
0: (sighs) Oh,
1: and he doesn't he doesn't call the cops. He runs. And the guy, the guy whose house it is and whose car it is eventually figures out that it's him,
0: doctor. And that's Hula. why it's
1: called Bad Samaritan, because he didn't call the cops.
0: Interesting. What do you give that one?
1: It, I give it an A, dude. David Tennant scared the hell out of me. Oh, nice. definitely a role I've never seen him in. I've seen him play Doctor Who a lot. I've seen him play an asshole. I've seen him play a drunk douchebag but I've never seen him play seen him like Jessica Jones. Killer. Do what?
0: Did you see him in Je- uh, Jessica Jones?
1: Yes. Yes. It's cool, a cool. little bit like Jessica Jones, but taken farther.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else? Or was that all your movies?
1: Um, I th- think that was well everybody's seen infinity war i watched it again the other day and cried so like (laughs) everybody already knows that
0: awesome (laughs) awesome awesome uh yeah that's it man that's our current creeps and movie recommendations check them out creepers today we have wait
2: wait chris chris uh, didn't you have an announcement
0: an announcement uh i mean i don't know if you want to call it an announcement I was going to throw it at the end of the show but I we could tell people now. Uh if you listen to Johnny and I doing uh YouTube uh commentary p- for Patreon uh and I think we've even discussed this guy on the show before. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> You have to. I have to. People have to know about this, okay?
2: This is a major creepers announcement. Right. This is a
0: half announcement. Stop about what this. you're
2: doing right now, but you listen to this.
0: Okay. There is a a YouTube narrator who goes by the name of Chills.
1: Oh my god, yes.
0: He's probably one of I mean, the first few times I heard him, I was like, What is wrong with this dude? Like, are you kidding me yeah. right now? Is this a joke? I but was like, bro, stop
1: smoking so much weed. But there's something
0: that happens when you start to listen to him after a while that it's kind of like, it's almost soothing. There's yes. almost an endearing quality to it. Almost like, I want to hang out with this dude, man. He just sounds so chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, Chills has this very, you know, almost surfer <laughs> dude way of speaking. Uh, a few days ago, I get a text from Johnny. Yeah, this is my fault. And it's a link to YouTube, a YouTube video. Uh, And and immediately after it, uh, in in all caps, you're welcome. So I put, I know I have to listen to this immediately. I put my my earbuds in and I clicked the link. No, you
1: didn't. (laughs) I haven't clicked it yet.
0: Dude, Chills, Chills has his own rap ep and this is a yep. link to his first official video
1: yep. I, i've holy seen it on his channel but i haven't clicked it i watch cow. the guy's videos all the time i'm not gonna Hol-
0: lie holy cow okay so he's got two he's got that video up but he also has a single that he put up but it's not a video it's just a single you can listen to it but the video uh just watching this dude rap and just the <laughs> way he raps the first thing I thought was, "Oh my god, what is going on in this world right now? Like is this real life?" <laughs> and then a weird thing happened. I had to sh- I had to <laughs> show Anthony, I had to show Anthony and I was like, "Anthony, you got to you got to watch this." So I played it for him. <laughs> and Anthony was just like we listened to the whole thing, watched the whole video, and by the end of it I had the melody in my head, and I had the little <laughs> chorus, and I don't even know what he says completely. Like he he has a way of rapping, you know. He, it's his the way he speaks works with the way he raps because it's it's almost got this flow that there's parts where I can't understand what he's saying specifically. Like, but the, all of a sudden I hear in my head this melody, and I'm hearing his song, and I'm like, what is going on? Later that day, I was like, all right, I have to watch it again. <laughs> I put it on again. <laughs> Then I had, And then I had to play it and then took a video of it and sent it back to Johnny. And I've literally listened to it like five times today. And then I found out the EP, a four-song EP, is on Spotify. And I downloaded it, listened to all four songs, and I'm going to do a full EP review for Patreon. <laughs> but check it out. You guys have to check out this re- this video. I'm telling you, if your first instinct is, what? No. Listen to the whole thing. Come back to it later. You're welcome.
2: It's just like his videos. Yes. In that when you first hear him and how he talks, you're thinking, A, this is fake. Yep. And you're thinking, B, this is terrible. Like, I can't stand it. I hate it. That's how I was. But then I'd watch another video of his and then another video of his. And I'm like, (laughs) and I got to a point where if I'd find another video by somebody else, I would be like, I kind of miss, I kind of miss Chills a little bit.
0: (laughs) You kind of want Chills voice
1: yeah <laughs> Dude, I, I have kept I have been seeing that because I've subscribed to his channel. I listen I love his top 15 videos of creepy shit that he does yeah. and it always pops up on the feed, and I just can't bring myself to click it. You have do to I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't you know if I want to do this man' Just like, do
0: it and then, you have and then when it's done, trust me when it's done, hit play again. just do it and force yourself to sit through <laughs> it a second time. I
2: won't make you do that, but you do need to listen to it at
0: least once. Oh, it's amazing. It is I the mean, most I'm amazing thing. I mean, I'm not going to
1: lie. I do love the guy's voice. It is, you know, the way he talks. He has a very <laughs> monotone voice, and he has weird yeah. pronunciation of vowels.
0: And he's so That's bizarre re- in how he speaks. It's so weird. See, like, I'm how, trying to emulate it. How he it. talks
1: is how he raps. Oh. That is
0: no joke. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now and now you've got the end of all his videos stuck in my head. At Dylan is chilling underscore <laughs> Y-T
0: If you want to see what I look like, uh, yes, thank you. I yes. I've, I've got to <laughs> watch that <laughs> video. I got to watch the video where he talks about why he talks that way. I haven't seen it yet. I'm to find that for I you. Straight
1: up doing that, but it's totally okay because straight up. This guy, if he's listening to us, bro, we are not making fun of you at all. No,
0: dude. I want him on the show. I want him on the show. I totally want him on the show. I I love this dude. Seriously. We've got to reach out
2: and see if he'll do an interview with
0: us. All right. Oh, my God. I'm going to put a little note down. Reach out to Chills. (laughs) Yes. Sweet. So there you go, uh, Creepers. Check it out. Check out Chills' new uh, official video, and then make sure you hit repeat a few times. Uh, And you should do
1: that. You should do that. And do you know why? Because it's a guaranteed fact that kindness makes you a better person.
0: (laughs) Boom. (laughs) That's for real. Uh, I believe the name of his album is I Hope You Are Well.
2: And you will be after you listen
0: to it. Yeah, the dude's amazing. Uh, All right, guys, so we're going to jump into our story for the week. So I came across this story because I was watching one of those paranormal shows on sci-fi channel, like Paranormal Witness or something like that, and I'd never heard of it before, and uh, it had taken place in the 80s, and for it to be as old old as it is in terms of being around in the paranormal world, uh, and then one of the things I saw about it was that this is one of the most incredible paranormal uh things that had ever happened because a lot of it is documented by the police department uh i was just like Uh yeah i was like how how have we not heard of this or talked about this before i'd asked you guys if you'd heard of it you said you hadn't heard about this so uh we're gonna delve into this crazy crazy story the crazy story of donnie decker also known as the rain man uh now not Rain Man like uh the movie. I was Rain just Man.
1: gonna I was just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> no. We're Chris talking... says, Have you heard the story about Rain Man? And I'm like, No, but I know he can drive slow in the driveway. Yeah,
0: yeah so check But this only story. but only on
1: Mondays, definitely only on Mondays.
0: <laughs> Let's <laughs> so, go to Kmart. Let's go to Kmart. Get some underwear. Uh so uh fruit of the loom. This story, uh <laughs> you know when you uh When I we all do we do our research for our stories when we get them we check out different sites sometimes we check into some Wikipedia we look for what gives us the best info the most info and like the better the best layout or timeline of events at least that's the way I like to look for my my stories Uh, and a lot of times if I come across a website that tells it you know pretty well I just basically use that and I'll tell people to go check out that site so uh, I'm not taking credit for any of what I'm about to read. Uh, But I am going to take liberty in editing it as I read it because uh, as as cool as it is, there are little grammatical things that drive me crazy and uh, I just have to try to fix it as I go. But anyway, the website uh, that I'm going to be referencing for today's story is MysteriousUniverse.org. This is the story of Donnie Decker, the Rain Man. So the whole bizarre tale starts on February 26, 1983 in a peaceful town of Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Young man Donnie Decker uh, stood out in the cold winter air looking upon the casket of his dead grandfather, James Kissoch, uh, as others mourned around him, so his grandfather had just died. This was a rare taste of freedom for Decker, as he was in the middle of serving a 4- to 12-month prison sentence at Monroe County Correctional Facility for receiving stolen property. And the only reason he was able to stand here amongst his family members was because he had been granted furlough for the purpose of attending the funeral. Uh, Yet while all of the relatives cried and paid their respects, uh, made statements expressing their love for the deceased man, Donnie did not look upon the corpse of his grandfather with love or sadness. Rather, a seething hatred had been roiling within him. He did not mourn the man who had been his grandfather. Instead, he was happy that he was gone. For unbeknownst to the others, Don had been abused by uh, his grandfather from the tender age of seven. But adding to his problems was the fact that he didn't get along with his mother either. They barely ever spoke. In fact, she wouldn't even let him stay at at, at her house while he was on furlough. Uh, so he had to stay with some family friends. Uh, it, it was at a house of Bob and Jeannie Kiefer. It was here that the case... Would begin to take a turn for the decidedly bizarre. So while he was in in, in the bathroom that evening after the after the viewing and the funeral, uh, he felt a profound chill creep over him, and suddenly felt faint. He collapsed to the floor, and it was there he laid there on the bathroom tiles, and he went into a trance-like state. He said that in this state, uh, he later would describe that he saw an apparition of his dead grandfather looming over him, basically like looking at him menacingly. Uh, And then he would claim that scratches would begin to appear on his forearms and wrists. When the panicked Donnie snapped out of his trance, he went downstairs, arms bleeding from the gashes he had received. And he told Bob Kiefer about what had happened to him. It was as he was frantically explaining the disturbing incident that there was an abrupt, loud banging noise that originated somewhere upstairs above them. Precisely at that moment that the weird noises began, water allegedly started mysteriously dripping down the walls and from the ceiling, slowly growing more and more intense until it was almost as if it were raining inside the living room upon the horrified Kiefer's who noticed that Don had slipped back into a trance. Not knowing what to do, Bob called his landlord, Ron Van Wy, and explained the weird situation to him. When Van Wy arrived to inspect the house, the dripping started to get even worse, with wa- water bubbling up from the floor right in front of their star- the startled landlord's eyes. Van Wy was not able to figure out what was going on either, since he knew that the pipes for the, house, uh, the pipes in the house were located on the other side, not where this water was coming from. He would later say of the situation quote, "We decided maybe it was the plumbing, but there were no pipes in front of the end of the house to leak. There was basically nothing there that the water could have come from. After watching it for a while, I discovered that it wasn't only coming from the ceiling. It could come down the wall." or over the, uh, up from the floor. There was no basic direction that it was coming from. It could come from anywhere. Baffled and at a loss uh, as to the origins of the mysterious water, the frightened landlord called the police. And not long after, two officers arrived. Uh, officers Richard Wolbert and John Baujan. If the two policemen were expecting just some sort of routine call for malfunctioning water pipes, they were about to get much more than they bargained for. As soon as the officers entered the house, they were immediately drenched with the mysterious water, which continued to pour from the ceiling with no signs of abating. Not only was the water still dripping uh, from the walls and ceilings, but it also began behaving in ways that seemed to defy the laws of physics. Wa- droplets of water began traveling horizontally past them, continuing into ne- other rooms, hovering in midair or floating upwards from the floor. The whole scene was incredibly surreal, and the officers immediately knew that this was far from a simple problem of leaky pipes. Officer Bao would later say of the bizarre events folding before his eyes, quote, I literally had a chill going up my spine. It made the hair stand up on your neck. That's how I felt. This was a situation where things were happening that I never, ever dreamed could possibly happen, and there was no way of explaining what was going on. Not knowing quite what to do and noticing that Donnie Decker was still in a trance and looking extremely pale and ill, the two police officers told the Kiefers to take Don to a pizzeria across the street and let him rest there while they went uh, to explain the situation to their superiors uh van wy remained to continue to try to figure out what was going on the officers left and the kefers went about helping don to his feet and taking him to the restaurant uh weirdly as soon as don was out of the house the strange deluge of water that had besieged the house abruptly stopped after a moment of puzzling over the odd new development the Keefers continued on to the restaurant uh with the entranced don when they entered the pizzeria and sat down, the owner, Pam, noticed that Don was in an almost vegetative state and thought the whole thing was a little strange. Things got even stranger. Water began to drip down from the ceiling and walls right there in the restaurant, just as it, it had done back at the house. Remembering what she had seen earlier at the house, Pam got it into her head that Don was possessed by an evil spirit and it allegedly grabbed a crucifix to press it to his flesh reportedly leaving a burn mark in the process and eliciting a reeling reaction from Don that completely snapped him out of his trance. Pam would later say of the incident, you looked at Donnie and he was like in a trance. He would look at you, but not knowing you were there. I said to Jeannie, he's got to be possessed. We're sitting there. A couple of seconds later, there's water all over the pizzeria. I'd never seen anything like that happen. I went into the cash register. I had a crucifix there. I took it out and I put it on him. The minute I put it on him and it touched his skin, he got burned. There's no way that anybody could have played a joke like that. This was real. Donnie was doing it himself. He was doing it without even realizing he was doing it. As the water continued to fall in the pizzeria and began to spread across the floor, the Keefers decided to take Don out and back to the house. As soon as they left the premises, the water stopped. When they returned to the house, uh, once again, the water began. Uh, things took a turn for the weirder when pots and pans in the kitchen could be heard rattling, even though there was no one in there. Uh, they would all go into the investi- uh, in- kitchen to investigate, uh, and there was n- nothing to be found. Landlord and his wife uh, then began to think that the whole thing was uh, was suspicious and that Don and the Keefers were somehow playing some sort of practical joke. Ron and his wife began to accuse the couple of orchestrating some sort of prank and the exchange became heated. It was at this point during the confrontation that Don was suddenly lifted off of the floor and was dramatically thrown back against the wall by some unseen force, stopping everyone in their tracks as they stared at the man who was starting to seem as if he, millie, uh, if, as if he might really be possessed. Uh, later, Don would say the pots and pans over the stove started rattling. That's when I got levitated off the floor. I was just, like, floating. Then it was like a push. It wasn't like somebody taking their hand and pushing me. It was like feeling it all over your body at once. I'm a big guy, you know. I've always been assertive, and that made me feel like a newborn, you know. I'm scared right now, just talking about it, really. So not long after these uh, series of strange events unfolded, the officers returned to the house, this time with their highly skeptical police chief, Gary Roberts, in tow. With the water still raining profusely from the ceiling and flying about the room at odd angles, the chief, too, uh, saw firsthand what he must have thought was all some sort of a joke. After a cursory inspection of the room, all the while being pelted with drops of water uh, that were seemingly uh, defying gravity, the police chief unbelievably bluntly proclaimed it was a water pipe leak. In addition, the two officers were told not to file a report on the matter and just sort of act like nothing had happened. They were also told to not investigate the matter any further, nor were they ever to return to the house. However, Baujan and Wilbert were not convinced by any of this and felt like it was merely an attempt to cover up or deny a situation which had obviously left the police chief shaken. The following day, they defied their orders and returned to, uh, to the Kiefer residence, this time with two additional officers, Bill Davies and Lieutenant John Rundle. By this time, the, the rain had stopped and things had returned to normal. Uh, while they were there, a curious officer, having heard of the crucifix incident, allegedly gave Don Decker a gold cross to hold, and Don immediately complained that it was so hot that he had a hard time holding it. Although Davies uh, was skeptical, this skepticism faded somewhat when Don once again levitated off the floor and was thrown across the room, right in full view of four police police officers. So, what would end up happening, I'm going to skip uh, forward here. So, within the following days, Don found himself poring over the inexplicable events that had transpired. He was returned to his prison cell uh, after his furlough was over. And uh, he started wondering if he could actually control the weather and control the rainfall. So, while he was in his cell, he reportedly began to concentrate on doing this, not really expecting anything to come of it. But to his surprise, Water once again began seeping from the walls in his cell. A perplexed prison guard came in to see water all over the place and demanded to know what was going on, to which Don replied by explaining he literally made it rain in the cell. Uh, the the guard laughed at him basically and challenged him to make it rain in the warden's office, which was, you know, uh, uh at a different building. So Don accepted. The guard then went over to the office of the warden, who was at the time a lieutenant. Uh, who didn't know anything about Don's weird experiences or purported rain-making abilities. When the guard reached the office, he found an unsettled warden examining the front of his shirt, which had suddenly been soaked with water. This is is exactly what the guy said himself, the warden. He said, quote, I was sitting at the desk writing a report. I was all by myself within the administration area. Nobody else was around me. It was approximately 8 in the evening. At the time, I didn't feel anything, but my shirt was drooping down. And right about the center of my sternum, about four inches long, two inches wide, I was just saturated with water. I was startled. I was scared. The officer was frightened at that particular time, and I just didn't have an explanation as to why it happened. So this would go on to like this would go on to be a thing that uh, people wondered, you know, what the heck happened? Is this is is this true? How how could how could this dude how could this dude do this right? Um, it seemed to be this thing that he would go into these trances, close his eyes, start rubbing his fingers together, doing weird things like that. So they decided that they were going to get a priest, uh, Reverend William Blackburn, to come in and take a look at at this guy as soon as possible. Uh, So when he went in there and started talking to him, same thing happens again. He goes into a trance closes his eyes uh, then all of a sudden the air, the air around them there's an incredibly foul stench that starts to pervade the air and it seems to come out of nowhere it says that also that there seemed to be it seemed that the room was being invaded like an evil cloud of rain that began to appear above them. Not knowing what else to do, the terrified Blackburn uh, Reverend Blackburn took out his Bible and began to perform an impromptu exorcism, frantically reading from his Bible in an effort to hold back what he now understood as a a sinister supernatural force. After a time of intense praying, during which the Bible oddly was the only thing in the cell not to get wet, uh, the rain stopped and Donnie Decker returned to normal. After the harrowing affair uh don and blackburn embraced in a relief newfound sense of peace came over the two of them and that was it he couldn't do it again there was no more rain happening uh he the, it, after this happened that was it so that my friends, that's the case of donnie decker the rain man i want to know what you guys think
2: it it really it really reminded me of uh i don't know if you guys know this one but There was a, uh, it was like, I can't remember when this was, I want to say it was in the eighties. Uh, there was this house in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, where this older couple lived and the walls would just bleed. The walls would actually have actual human blood because they would test the blood and everything. It was human blood. The blood did not match either of the people who lived there. Uh, so they couldn't figure out. And I, I feel like to this day, they still haven't figured out why that happened. Like it would bleed in different rooms. Uh, they would find blood in a basement and all this stuff, and they never could figure out why. So that, that really reminds me of that story quite a lot.
0: Weird. I'd never heard of that one. Yeah, we have to look up the Bleeding Walls House for a future episode.
2: Well, I think I basically told you
0: all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. That was it. So you got two uh, two stories in one. Uh, yeah, there but you that go. is that's actually. But what do you guys think of that? Seriously. So like, if this is legit and if it's real, if police officers said they walked into a house in which rain poured from the ceiling, uh, droplets of water floated from the floor up to the ceiling and then began just f- kind of flying around the room. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, let's count the number of people involved.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah. I think there was between six to eight police officers.
1: Plus the, is that counting the chief or plus the chief? Plus the chief. Plus the chief. I mean, okay. sorry, sorry.
0: Counting the chief, counting the chief.
1: Okay. So we'll call it, well, we'll call it nine, nine cops. Sure. Plus, including the chief. Sure. So we got nine cops.
0: You got the, the landlord, that, the landlord and the wife, the, uh, the, and, the, man and the, the, the family friend and his wife, whose house it belong, who, who, who lived in the house. And then Donnie Depp. And then the and then the priest at the at the prison.
1: And the prison guard and the prison warden. Right. One or two people can can easily pull off a hoax. Right. This amount of people
0: And then you're asking it's not
1: possible to pull off a hoax. And then you're asking people somebody's gonna spill their guts.
0: And then you're asking somebody on a professional level. You're talking about people who wanna be taken seriously in their jobs, you know? guards, wardens, uh, priests, uh, you're talking to all these people who are all saying that they witnessed and saw this, that their, their reputation is on the line when they go out and saying things like this. What are your thoughts? First of
1: all, first of all, it sounds like a Stephen King book. (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously. Like it sounds like this is the start of a Stephen King story. You know, a cop sees something weird like this. It totally shakes his worldview and he can't get over it. You know, yeah. like this is a Stephen King's. This is how a Stephen King book would start. If it was a Stephen King book. So you got to think about that. You know, what does that what does that do to you as a person to see something like that, that you just can't explain at all? And you said it, too. What does it do to your professional credibility? Right. Uh. As well, you know, amongst your fellow officer you know am, am i going to be call, you know am i going to be called the weird one now because of this because i said i saw this
2: it's yeah it's important for uh, police officers and anyone who has that uh is in that type of field to be credible right i mean that all aspects of the job relies on them being credible up to and including like when they have to go to court for things so uh for that's the part that's really strange i mean there's so many police involved Like if it was just like one or two, maybe I would be like, well, there's a chance, but there's so many. And then for all of them to want to put their, they're basically putting their badges on the line for this. Right. I mean, that's, that gives it a lot of credibility to me. It's very strange though.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's, it's not something that you would think, you know, eight or nine cops would just undertake lightly. Oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to say that we saw this and we're going to, you know, we're going to pretend that this is what happened
0: so had you guys yeah. ever heard of this aside from it sounding like the bleeding walls house
1: i've heard of the town
0: but you haven't heard I've, of the raining story
1: no isn't that crazy
0: I'm,
2: i feel like i have a long time ago but i'd forgotten about it like a lot of the stuff sort of sound a little familiar yeah uh but you know i definitely didn't remember all the details or anything like that
0: it's crazy though right like how is it yeah like, how is this not bigger news? Like, how is, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, when things are like this, I don't know. I feel like.
2: Well, I mean, it's like how did you not hear about the bleeding house that I just. <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff we
1: don't hear about for some reason. Because pe- most people are like the police chief
0: there. They don't want to, right? It's kind of like. Yeah, they don't, yeah, nope, don't want to doesn't exist. Nothing to see here. Move along. Well, it's well, just think like.
1: Think about it, man. I mean, think about it. Reality is just what we all agree it is, right?
0: Right. We all you have know, our own it, realities, too. Like, my reality is not the same as yours.
1: Yeah, It's not exactly. the same as so Johnny. Like, so,
0: like, what is reality, really?
1: You know, in order oh, okay. to get everybody to believe in aliens, you're going to have to literally have a ship, you know, Independence Day style hover over the White yeah. House or something. And even, and so, even then, Yeah, people are yeah, be like, I need
0: nope, <laughs> nothing to see here. Move
2: along. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, that's just like, I think we covered this case before where that UFO landed in England somewhere in front of like a whole school of school children. (laughs) And they all saw it. But the principal had a meeting with all of them the next day and said, "We none of us saw anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: So, I mean, I I guarantee it does happen. It's just if you see something strange, your brain will always work to try to understand what you're looking at. And and I think, like, could you imagine if you walked into a house? and you saw the walls were either bleeding or they were like raining pouring down rain wherever a, a person went it would you would your brain would constantly be trying to figure out what like what's happening trying to process this whole thing because it's not a normal everyday occurrence obviously
0: yeah
1: well this is like the basis of every HP Lovecraft story you know seeing something that's so odd and so strange that you lose your mind trying to figure it out you know, some things like this don't have normal, rational explanations.
0: Crazy. And to me, it was crazy. I was just like, "Holy!" Like, I've never heard of this. And then when I looked into it more, I was like, "Wow, this is insane." Uh, I'd like to. And it's to-
1: not the normal stuff we cover
0: either. No, no. Like normally, we
1: cover weird stuff where people die or people go missing or you know, yeah, something like this is just this. This is, is just strange. Bizarre. Like it's just strange.
2: Yeah. Let me. Uh- I found an archived New York Times uh, article about that bleeding house in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fairly short, so I can read it over here real quick. Uh, source of blood in Atlanta house, still a mystery. This is from 1987.
0: Breaking news.
2: <laughs> an investigation has determined that human blood found inside a house here does not belong to either occupant, the police said today. A spokesman said the police would drop the case if they were satisfied no crime had been committed. The blood was found late Tuesday in halls, the basement, and four of the six rooms in the southwest Atlanta home of William Winston and his wife, Minnie Clyde. They're both in their upper 70s. Uh, tests showed the blood to be o, uh, type O. The police said William, uh, William had type A blood, and investigators said Friday that plans to test Mrs. Winston were postponed when her doctor said. That she also had top A blood. We have no leads, said the police. We have no leads at this time, said Police Lieutenant Horace Walker. We will continue to continue a routine investigation, and if we find that no crime was committed, we're we're through with it. As we see it now, there has been no crime. Someone could have done it as a hoax. It concerns me that we don't have any answers at all. Uh, The director of the state crime lab, Larry Howard, said blood specialists had gone to the scene uh they were not that impressed nor am I that it is a homicide so they don't think anybody actually was murdered there or anything but there's still blood
0: all over the walls well yeah that's my point why would you just end the investigation just cuz it didn't belong to anybody in the house that's the craziest thing i ever heard in my life oh yeah, there's know. a there's a right. hand. <laughs> we found a hand in the floorboards let me check everyone's got their hands here eh, no investigation well, needed yeah, that, everyone's like, good
1: it, if they're investigating these two people wouldn't they look into it or like Okay, we walk in this house. There's a big puddle of blood. It's not you know, yours. Like it's not yours.
0: Well, now there's now we've got questions for you. Can we see what's in your basement? Do you drive yeah, a exactly. van? What kind of purchases were the Juniors at Home Depot? <laughs> uh, so some houses got. Some I don't
1: purchases. know. But, yeah, that just that doesn't make any sense. Crazy. Can you imagine trying to sell that place? <laughs> it's Comfortable because you ain't going anywhere
0: crazy dude so there you go creepers uh we've got stories of raining houses and bleeding walls uh let us know what you think in the comments below this post on facebook uh do you think this was a legit thing do you think it was a hoax if you think it was legit uh what do you think like what are your thoughts on how that happened if it's a hoax what do you think how do you think they pulled it off let us know uh before we take off make sure you head over if you're interested to patreon history creeps at page, uh, patreon on history creeps blah 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 uh we've got some cool stuff that we offer you guys be part of the creeper club uh listen to some exclusive audio and uh get in on some poll voting we've also got a uh, a question a thing up there right now where you can ask us anything we're going to be recording that here pretty soon in the future so uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to get to it go to patreon and make sure you ask us anything uh, if you want to get in on it and you can you know what you can pay for a month pay for a month listen to all the audio that's there for now and then cancel it next month and wait let it build up again and, and do it again in the future you don't have to stay every month if you don't want to we'd love it we'd appreciate it but uh go check it out. We've got some cool stuff on there for you and there's more to come as well. You guys have anything to say before we, we leave the clubhouse and leave these guys alone? No. <laughs>
2: um, uh, hold on. I'm going to ask my lawyer. Yes. Uh, no, no, nothing at this time.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, as always for Johnny Townsend and Carter Johnson, this is Chris Chavez. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Make sure you lock the doors on the way out. And remember, stay creepy.
2: My house is bleeding.